The following is from East Delta Baptist Church. For more information, visit us online at www.eastdeltabc.com. This is actually my first time to preach and, uh, and up in a, a big service like this. Um, so, yeah, I'm a little nervous, but uh, I know everything's going to go great. Um, um, how about that worship? That was good, huh? Um, so today... I'm going to try my best to stay on time and get you all out of here on time. If you ask any of my youth kids, they'll tell you, this, this dude don't let us out on time. I normally get to ranting and raving, and uh, I could go on for days, but uh, I'm going to try to get you out of here on time. I'm actually I'm going to make you a deal today, um, but you got to promise me one thing. you got to promise me you're not going to tell Jake that I made you all this deal. But you can either have, you can have a short message or you can have a long message. And the long message is free. But the short message is going to cost you $100 per person. <laughs> now, y'all laughing and giggling, but I'm looking around. Some people are like, uh, how much I got back here? Uh, one, two. Dang, I'm a little short. But uh, on a serious note, let me pray for us real fast before we, uh, we get into this lesson. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just thank you for this opportunity to be able to meet here with you. I'm thankful that we, we're in a place where we're allowed to meet with you, God, that uh, we, we, we don't have to be uh, persecuted for being here with you, God. Um, Lord, I, I just pray that as we go on this message that uh, you would speak, Lord, and that my words would not be my own, but they would be from you, God. Um, this, is not, this is not something up here to be selfish about. This is not something um, that should be coming from man. It should be coming from God. So I pray that it does, Lord. Um, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Uh, today, I want to talk about some stuff. Um, I want to talk something that's coming from my life experience, coming from my failures, my sins, um, my lack of, and my, and my walk with God. Um, I don't want you all to feel like I am uh, here to attack anybody. I don't want you all to feel like this is like, me calling out the church or anything like that. I once, I once heard it said that uh, every piece of advice that you give um, is a weak yet futile attempt to fix yourself. And that's some hard truth when I heard that. That, that hit me pretty hard because, um, I, I mean, I'll be one to tell you, I'm great at giving advice. All my buddies come to me for some advice a lot of times, and I'm great at giving it, but in actuality it's just me trying to fix myself. So that's not what I'm trying to do here today. I'm going to let you all know this, is, this message is about where I lack in my failures and my sins and uh, in my walk with Christ. Um, so today, seeing as how Thanksgiving is coming up, um, it's only two, what, two weeks away, I believe. Am I right on that? Nobody knows when Thanksgiving is? Any kids in school? Yeah, it's two weeks. <laughs> he's a teacher. He, yeah, he's counting. Yeah, uh, so we're going to talk a little bit about blessings today. Um, I know Jake did a, did a sermon on it, or quite a, actually did a series on it, uh, kind of when I first started coming in. Um, so hopefully I won't touch on um, a bunch of stuff he's already covered. I'm hoping to kind of cover a, a, a different side of it. Um, but we're going to talk about blessings. And, and more, more importantly, uh, we, we entitled this, Why Me? Because um, it seems to be that the, the biggest thing, and kind of my first point is, um, why does God bless us? And the first point is, God wants to bless us because he simply wants to bless us, okay? He simply wants to do it. Um, in fact, 
uh, if we look at Deuteronomy uh, 28, uh, 9, uh, kind of going through 14, I believe we have it up here for y'all. Um, the Lord will establish you as his holy people as he promised you on earth. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him, then all the peoples on the earth will see that you are called by the name of the Lord and they will fear you. The Lord will grant you abundant prosperity in the fruit of your room and your, the young of your livestock and the crops of your ground in the land he swore to your ancestors to give you. The Lord will open the heavens, the storehouse of his bounty, and send rain on your land in season to bless all the work of your hands. You will lend to many nations but will borrow from none. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail. If you pay attention to the commands of the Lord, your God, and I give you this day and carefully follow them, you will always be at the top, never at the bottom. Do not turn aside from any of the commands I give you today to the right or to the left, following other gods and serving them. So the first point, God wants to bless us simply because he wants to, because he's a great and gracious God. Amen? But that's normally... For us, that's normally how it stops right there. That, that's, that's it. We, we take these blessings and we want to, um, we want to be humans. We, we, we simply want to succumb to typical human nature. And the fact of the matter is we're selfish, right? We're simply selfish. Which kind of leads me, going into our second point here, and this, this is the most important reason why God blesses us. The real meaning behind blessing is simply to glorify God. We are called to bless, or excuse me, we're called to glorify God in everything we do. In all of our daily actions, we're called to glorify God um, through the way we speak, through the way we walk. Um, Sorry if I keep hitting my mic. I do hand gestures. Um, just simply, we're called to walk through God, through everything, through every breath we take, the air in our lungs. Um, we're called to glorify God. Um, and I want to point out Isaiah 43, uh, 6 through 7. If I can get the turn there. Isaiah 43, 6 through 7. I will say to the north, give them up, and to the south, do not hold them back. Bring my sons from afar and my daughters from the ends of the earth. Um, Everyone who is called by my name, whom I created for my glory, whom I formed and made. Our God is a jealous God, right? He wants all our attention. He wants all of every inch, every inch of us. Uh, I always tell the kids, I always say, um, God doesn't want, he doesn't want 50%, he doesn't want 75%. Um, he wants 180% um, of us. And when we do that, when, what's that look like? That looks like us glorifying God. We glorify God when we give ourselves to God completely and uh, so purposely. Um, we're glorifying God. Okay, and one more verse. I want to look at uh, Isaiah 66. You can just flip over about 20 chapters, um, 18 through 19. Um, 
And it says, and, because, and I, because of what they have planned and done, am about to come and gather people of all nations and languages, and they will come and see my glory. I will set a sign among them, and I will send some of those who survived to the nations, to, to uh, Tarshish, uh, to the Libyans and Lydians, and to Tubal and Greece, and to the distant islands that, it, that have not heard of my fame or seen my glory. They will proclaim my glory among the nations, and they will bring all your people from all nations to my holy mountain in Jerusalem as offering to the Lord. So I went a little further there, but... Um, as I, I just want to reiterate that our sole purpose in life is to glorify God. There's no greater meaning. We have no, I mean, we all have our individual purpose on what we do, but that all solely goes to glorify God in the big collection. We got to look at the big picture. Um, like me up here, for instance, I play music. I played music for a long time, and that time, at the time, my, my, my sole purpose was to glorify God through music. Now he's called me to be a youth pastor, and my sole purpose or my, I say my occupational purpose may have changed, but my sole purpose to glorify God did not. So we are here solely to glorify God. So what does that have to do with blessings? When God blesses us, we should have, we should, uh, when God blesses us, we should glorify him, right? Because all of our blessings, all things good come from who? God. Okay, but reiterating the statement from the first point, we have a heart problem, and we're selfish. I once, um, I, re- I, th- I think I didn't really hit me to how selfish we were, even when we're in the moment when we're reading our Bibles and how misconstrued we can do things, um, until I heard the story of David and Goliath. But I actually ho- I heard a different heard a different version of it that I'd never heard before uh, from a man. Um, and I kind of want to, I, I want to re, I want to retell this story. Everybody knows the story of David and Goliath. Um, and in the church, most times when you see it in the church, you see this, you see this, uh, the story of David and Goliath. And it kind of goes something like this. It's like David, this little man fighting this huge giant Goliath. Okay. And if you a little funny fact, have you ever realized every time they tell the story of a fight, it, they get bigger? It's like David versus Goliath at 10 feet tall. Next time you hear it, David versus Goliath, he was 50 feet tall. It's just like you're catching fish or something, all of a sudden that two-pound fish went to 10 pounds, you know? But the story keeps getting bigger and bigger, and these, these, these preachers, I've heard them over and over again, they're like, David slays Goliath, slays Goliath with his slingshot, Goliath falls to the ground, and David cuts his head off, okay? And just like David, just like David overcome the wall put in front of him, you can too. Now, some of y'all may be thinking the way I, I used to. Some of y'all may already know where I'm going with this. But the way I just said that, that was so selfish of me. That was, that was um, and that shows the heart problem, but this is what's being preached in the churches. And I'm going to show you Why? Because we take things like that and we put them in our own personal meaning. How, how will this verse, um, how does this apply to my life? Um, we get selfish with it. Well, okay, I'm David. Goliath's this, this sin that I'm trying to overcome. 
Goliath, there's this, uh, this money issue I have, or whatever it may be throughout your daily life. Um, you look at David as yourself, and you look at Goliath uh, as these, these problems. But here's the fact of the matter, and the way God truly meant it was, David, David simply represents Jesus. And Goliath represents our sins on the cross. And David, being Jesus, died for our sins on the cross. But we try to make it selfish. We try to make it our own. And we try to look at David as ourselves when the fact of the matter is we should be looking at David as Jesus. Because the fact of the matter is, um, if we're not being selfish, if we're not uh, going about our own needs, our own ways, the fact of the matter is, is that we can't overcome our sins. And we don't have to, thank goodness, but we can't do it. Why? Because we got to have God. And we don't have to overcome them because simply God's already done it. Amen? He sent Jesus to die on the cross for our sins so we would not have to because he knew we couldn't. So we're selfish and we have this, we have this heart problem and we try to make these blessings about ourselves when really um, we shouldn't be selfish with them and we should use them to glorify God. Um, kind of going on to my third point, I I want to be careful how I say this because this third point is critical, almost just as important to glorify God, um, but not quite, but it's very critical in the step is uh, my third point, and it's God blesses us to bless others. About, about three months ago, uh, me and Brooklyn, we took a, we took a trip to um, the zoo in Fort Worth, okay? Um, and on the way there, we stop at this red light. We're waiting to get across this bridge, and you know we're down downtown Fort Worth. It's busy, um, and I see this man. I see this man. I see the homeless man, and uh, I'm sitting there. I'm looking at him, and I, I just I just start hearing that pounding in my chest. You know, I, I know something needs to be done here, um, and I'm sitting there. And it seems like I'm sitting there for eternity. You know, it's like time had froze, and I see this car in front of me get out, and they give this man money. And it's, uh, so I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, I was like, God's using other people because he knows I'm, uh, he's, he, I'm not going to do it. Well, eventually, I succumb to God, thank goodness, and I give this man some money, um, 20 or 40 bucks. Knowing me, it was probably 20 because um, I'm selfish and I'm a human. Um, but I give this man some money. Now, I'm not telling you, I'm not telling you this story um, to say, look at me, I'm, I'm telling you this for another reason. I'm, I'm about to show you uh, where I failed, and I didn't see that at the time, but um, I'm going to show you that here in a minute. Um, but I gave this man money, and that's kind of one way we can bless others, physical. Um, look, If you look in Matthew 26, I don't have it up here, but Matthew 26, uh, just talking about, uh, Lord, when do we see you um, sick? When do we see you in prison? When do we see you... Um, Broke, starving, uh, and, you know, he'll say to you, whatever you do, the least of these, uh, I will do for you. Um, hopefully you know all that. Um, but the, the, first, the first thing we can bless people through is, is the physical. Um, we can bless them through um, the mental, and we can help them. Um, but I want to go to Acts 3, and I'm going to show you my big fail um, that I wish I would have seen beforehand. As I, was, as I was giving this man money, this gentleman. Uh, Acts 3, verse 1. And um, so you have Peter and you have John. 
and they are on their way to this temple. Um, it says at three in the afternoon. Um, and then in verse two, it says, now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where uh, he was put every day to beg for those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. So this is kind of my situation right here, um, adding up. But they, we're going to look here, and you're going to see in a moment that Peter and John actually handled it, handled it very differently. Um, it says, Peter looked straight at him, um, as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So they gave the man, so, so the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Um, then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have. But what I do have, I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. So he jumped to his feet, and he began to walk. Then he went to them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. So going back to my story where I failed, Peter and John didn't have silver and gold, and I didn't have much of time, too. I was on my way to zoo. Um, plus, I'm a broke college student anyways. Um, some of you are like me. This story, you're like, man, I can't. I, if you've seen my bank account, if you've seen well, how much food I got in my home, trust me, I'm there. <laughs> um, this is even better because you can give them something even more important. You can give them something more, more important than money, than food, than anything. You can give them eternal life. And I failed to give this man like I said, I'll set it to stop like probably five minutes, no joke, but it felt like eternity, and God was probably wanting me to speak to that man. I should have pulled over and probably got out and spoke to this man and gave him Jesus, but I didn't. Um, instead, I gave him $20, um, which at the time I probably could have given more. You know, why do we, uh, why does $10 seem so big uh, when we bring it to church, but when, when we take it to the grocery store, it seems so small, Right? Definitely could have given more. And the most important thing I could have given him was Jesus Christ. And I missed that in that moment. I missed that opportunity. Um, I, missed, I missed that 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 opportunity that God had allowed me to share the gospel with somebody. Um, so that was my failure. Um, kind of just... Going back through this real fast. Firstly, God wants to bless us simply because he wants to. And then my second point, the real meaning behind that that blessing is to glorify God. And then lastly, God blesses us to bless others. And I said it's critical. I said it's almost just as important because if we're blessing God through our blessings... If we're glorifying God through our blessings, then in return, others are blessing him even more. So that, I don't know if, for lack of better words, you want to call that double blessing. Um, but we bless God with our blessings. We're glorifying God, and then we glorify him even more. We give, we give to people. We give to others. Um, the most important being Jesus. Um, and then others bless him even more. And that's just a continuation and a continuation of a cycle. Um, think what the world would look like if we all did that. Um, 
consistently and as we're called to do. My challenge is kind of, I know Christmas is coming up. It seems like as Christians, the most giving time of the year is Christmas. But I want to challenge us. I'm going to challenge myself to be giving every day of the year because that's what we're called to do throughout our daily lives. I'm going to ask us to um, bless others as God has blessed us, um, even just by waking up. Let's just bless others as we go throughout our daily activities because... we're called to be a light, and if we're only giving during uh, holidays, that's a long time of the year we're not very giving as Christians. Amen? So the, the greatest thing I want you, and the thing I want you to take from this message is that through our blessings, we're called to glorify God, and we're called to bless others. And in that, the greatest thing we can bless others with is Jesus. So, right now, as we're finishing up, I want to offer somebody that I want to offer anybody in here who has the opportunity. Um, I want to offer them the opportunity um, of Jesus. Um, so I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna ask y'all to bow y'all's heads. I'm gonna ask y'all to um, be praying, and uh, I'm just gonna say. A-